0: Good morning, and welcome back to Margin. This morning, we're going to talk about budgeting for your nutrients. So let's jump right into it. Welcome to the Millennial Margin Podcast, I created this personal finance resource out of necessity as I've watched countless people schedule away, mortgage up, and max out their lives. Margin is simply the antithesis, providing leeway in an increasingly marginless culture. If you want to build margin into your personal finances on a daily basis, this is the podcast for you. Now, you've probably heard it said that you should let your medicine be your food and your food be your medicine. Now, where there are general rules of thumb at play uh, is in the in the realm of you know the intake of sugar and carbohydrates, uh, fats and oils, as well as your maybe your water intake as well. Uh, now every body is actually a little bit different, and therefore requires different amounts of certain foods. Uh, we react differently to certain foods based on our genetics, based on allergies uh, or dietary constraints, otherwise. So figuring out what works best for you will be a process uh, that you'll need to individually explore. So in the rise of so many different allergies, including uh, intolerances to gluten, uh, leading up to uh, health issues uh, like celiac disease, um, so many are trying to navigate what should constitute a well-balanced diet based upon their own specific needs. So we often hear about the importance of diet and exercise, and many of us can place the importance on the exercise portion and less on what we actually consume in the form of a diet. So when trying to move the lever of balancing your overall health, oftentimes your food intake is the most important component of this. So we discussed in a prior theme, the essential of food, discussing that while we see this as a must in our spending plan. And oftentimes we don't necessarily make a plan for budgeting for the right food out of justification of just buying whatever we feel we need. So with all the ways to reduce the friction around planning our budgets, it can be so easy to overspend in this specific area. So think about it. We used to have premium groceries delivered by companies like Schwann's. Uh, now we have our food de- uh, delivered curbside with so many different retailers who are, uh, who are building out uh, facilities in order for us to uh, be able to buy our groceries online and pick them up at the door. Uh, but there's also resources like Instacart delivering groceries directly to our doors uh, or fast food. Uh, providers um, that are either delivering their food or we are able to use uh, resources like DoorDash, Uber Eats, or even Grubhub. Then beyond this, think about all the meal prep options like Blue Apron or HelloFresh, sending fresh ingredients uh, with accompanying instructions to go ahead and cook those uh, those foods accordingly. So whether you have a tendency to order out or order in, The options are seemingly endless, uh, but this is the problem that's at hand. There are so many different options, so many different ways to go about getting your food that it makes it more and more difficult to eat right and eat within your budget. So how do you resist the urge to elevate your food costs? So I would first look at how much you can feasibly spend on food, on a recurring basis. So let's assume you take a percentage of your take home pay like 10%. So this means if you make, let's say 65,000 per year and have a resulting take home pay of about $3,800 per month, that you may uh, apply $385 to your food budget. Now, depending on your social life, your size of your family, or maybe even your food preferences, this may not seem like enough for you to cover Uh, eating in and eating out, you know, getting groceries and coffee and so on and so forth. Now, in order to set a course for where you want to go, it's helpful to know where you've been. So I always recommend that people go back and see where they have spent their uh, resources during the last three months, as this will give you a, a realistic idea of the shift or transition that you'll need to make from what you've been spending to what now you're budgeting to spend. So for example, we use the $385 budget at 10% of your take home pay, uh, but if on average you're spending $800 per month on food, then you may need to taper this back over a period of a few months in order to get into that ideal range. So this may be much harder than it sounds, especially if you have not placed constraints in this specific area of your expenses uh, before. So the purpose of defining this is not to restrict yourself, but to determine what it is you feel you need to spend in a certain category uh, and then budget in order to ensure that you're not living beyond your means. So if you need to spend more than the $385, you will just need to determine where it needs to come from. Now, within the predetermined amount, I would recommend you first look at what is most valuable to you. Looking at this will help you to then build from what is most important. This may be taking someone to lunch or dinner once a week. This may be uh, getting a good steak or sushi on on occasion, or it may be buying organic fruits and vegetables. So whatever it is, if this is a priority to you, starting with um, that will ensure that you are planning for those aspects that you want to make sure that you have budget available for. Now, from this point, I would build out the staples of your groceries otherwise, then factoring in your morning coffee, vitamins, supplements, and outings for the occasional dessert that you'll also want to include in that budget. If you build out a baseline budget, this will then ensure that each month you have at least a plan for your food expenditures. And over time, this will then allow you to have an automatic response Uh, in knowing how much you can actually spend and on what without exceeding what you have in that specific category. Now, it's important to make a priority of not only what is healthy for you, prioritizing what matters most to you and ensuring it all fits within your means, but also realizing that by Building in an appropriate amount in your, bu- your your budget or your plan to spend, you are not only caring for your health and finances, but you are also building margin and building margin by way of not needlessly spending money on food delivery or convenience items uh, that could be busting your budget without you necessarily realizing it. Now, my call to action today is to use this process to care well for both your health and your finances. Now, food can be an area that so many end up spending far too much in just because of not paying attention. Thank you for your time. Enjoy your day and we'll see you back here tomorrow. If this information is helpful to you, please do follow, visit millenniummargin.com or connect with me on Margin's social platforms.